0: Yeah, my wife hates your hair. What? Why? She, she absolutely hates it. I she's love my like, hair. Oh, she's like, "Oh my god, it looks so disgusting." I said, what? "I love it. I love it." He, this looks like some some crazy old hippie. That races disgusting. Toy cars now. That
1: picture that you sent me. I actually think I look pretty good.
0: I thought you looked great.
1: Man. I do. Man, disgust. My love. <laughs> my, well, you know what? My wife loves my hair. Let me well, tell you. All that matters. Yeah, my wife digs my long hair. That's why it's not ever getting cut ever again. She's all over it. She likes to rub her face in it. It's really funny. Hey everybody. This is a very low-keyed, tired, mentally frayed Alex Surgeon. Manager and race director at the Hobbytown Hobbyplex in Omaha, Nebraska, and with me as always,
0: Will Brinton.
1: And uh, this week we're going to talk about the uh, ProTech race that we just had, and uh, take some questions or some comments, like we always do at the end, and uh, whatever else comes to our mind, I guess.
0: Yeah, I'm just here for the comments.
1: Yeah, I'm just here for the comments. I'm just here for the pictures, although there are no pictures. That's what I say to I've got this um high school friend, and uh every time she threatens to leave Facebook, I just comment, I'm just here for the pictures. And then I go from there. On that note, it's my anniversary tomorrow. Oh, that's cool. Nineteen years married. Yeah. And then twenty two years together in July. Oh wow. Yeah. Nineteen years.
0: How do you do it? What's your secret? <laughs>
1: I have no idea I'm, I'm such a butthole I'm shocked I'm shocked but I don't know we do have a 15 year old son
0: yeah that helps stay together for the kids that's yeah. what I say
1: so one of my greatest fears is Emerson's gonna like move out at like 19 and then Gretchen's gonna walk in one day and, and go well I want a divorce like I just, I'd be like what blown away but uh, I don't, that's not going to happen. But
0: he's like going down the street in his car, like all packed up with stuff, like going to go live somewhere. And she just looks at you, you're outside on the front lawn, like waving goodbye. And she just turns to you and goes, "I want a divorce.
1: <laughs> that's it. It's over. We've we've done good. Get out. Go away. Yep. Get your stuff. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> That'd be funny. That ain't going to happen though. Nah. Nah." Super chat. Oh, we already got. A, we already got a super chat. For how much? Five bucks. Put me up for two fifty. Nick Nuttenhouse House wants to know. Alex, would you go low or Associated Stadium truck? <sighs> All right, it's time for some real talk. We need to have a new thing brought up, like the like like straight talk.
0: Oh, can we do it like R. Kelly real talk? I would tell you to get. This team associated two-wheel drive stadium truck. <laughs> Real
1: talk. Real talk.
0: We, can we talk sing this episode? <laughs> and I was telling you, why? Why would you consider that? <laughs> Hello?
1: No, that's hilarious. I I would do that, but I'm I would do that, but I'm mentally afraid. I don't know if I'd be able to keep up with you if we did that.
0: Yeah, I'm a You got to be quick on the draw.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I'm (laughs) out of it today.
0: Why would you be saying that? You got to be quick on the draw.
1: (laughs) Uh, Real talk, I would 100% buy the associated truck. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. The the low truck looks so... (sighs) unless Dakota's driving it, it, it just looks so big. Yeah. You know, like the body itself looks huge. And, and I just haven't seen one of those work very well in a while. Mm-hmm. Unless it's somebody like Dakota or something, you know, I don't know. You know what was nice about the, so I traded um, Nick Natal, Nate Natal. I'm sorry, Nate. Nate Natal, um, straight across my Schumacher for his, uh, T 6.2. And the first time I drove that truck was two weeks ago with you at a club race. I drove that one qualifier. That's the first time I've ever actually driven that truck and holy crap. it, It was like magic. I remember going to races when I was younger and I was all, I was, I used to love racing truck, mod truck, stock truck, whatever. I'd take my team low C triple X T or, or my T four, either one, I've had both and I'd set them on the track and I would drive them once and I'd be like, okay, I think we're good to go. And then work on my buggy the rest of the time. And yeah. then, and then when I had my older 22s, 22 T 1.0 and 2.0, I like wanted to break those trucks in half and was never really happy with them. So Actually, I, you so nearly I, did that. I know, one I time. Did, I nearly did. But I stopped racing <laughs> I stopped racing stadium truck because at the time, I was sponsored by TLR, so I had to race that truck and I just didn't want to. And then I got a hold of this truck and I drove it and I'm like, "Holy crap, this is what trucks are supposed to feel like." And full disclosure, I haven't driven the TLR 4.0. So, I guess it's hard. This for is me. To, a
0: stadium supposed to be.
1: It's hard for me to uh, to to say that I've I I can give you an honest answer based on the two, but I just I would if it were me. I mean, I like vehicles where you just build them and go run them and don't have to change a whole lot of stuff on them, and that truck is a really awesome. That being said, I think TJ Williams has a has a Losi truck, and he he does good with his.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And uh, I think that Noah kid was running a Losi and he did pretty good with Stadium truck. Was he? I think so. So I don't know. I don't know.
0: If you're racing at the plex, I would just go with whatever there's the most support for. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I I've actually never driven a, a low-seat truck to tell you. Yeah. Um, how good or good they are or not, but I know my stuff works good.
1: Yeah. And uh, I mean, I'm pretty sure my truck that Emerson drove is well, it is like bone stock mm-hmm. and I mean it drives so easy. Like I almost traded him. I almost was like, here you take the four wheel drive and I'll drive that. But then I'm like, no way I've been working on this four wheel drive. Yeah. So I don't know, dude, that's my, that's my opinion. I mean, you know what Will's going to say? Cause you know, mm-hmm. but the, the non-biased, not sponsored guy opinion, I would still buy the associated truck right now. A lot of it just has to do with I just can't stand the body. I just don't like the way the body looks on a T on a on a low C truck. Mm-hmm. It's just big. It looks like a monster truck. It's I don't know.
0: <laughs> yeah. I I don't know. I think there's a lot more aftermarket stuff for the associated truck, too. You know, and it isn't like a huge class anymore. You know, it is a good class to run, but it's not like what I mean is is it's not a four-wheel drive where everybody and their brother is making stuff for it or two-wheel drive buggy where everybody's making stuff for it, you know. So, um definitely like since so many there's so many parts that fit off of the low-C or off of the associated buggy onto the truck, there's a lot of option parts like from other other accessory companies and stuff like that that are pretty cool and bodies and all kinds of stuff, you know. So that's what I'd kind of look at is what your aftermarket game looked like. Yeah. Personally.
1: But do you use a lot of aftermarket stuff on your race cars? I don't.
0: Um, I just get the, like, the Jake Concepts, like, bling stuff. Yeah. Like, I get I get the cool stuff and, you know, like, aluminum or hubs, you know, Associated makes those. I don't... Just, I don't know if Losey makes them or if anybody else makes them for Losey, but I get that. I get the associated. Uh, well, I mean, I run the steering rack. I run so.
1: the, I run the front aluminum bulkhead in the steering rack. Yeah. Aluminum, but that's kind of like when you buy a kit, you should just buy those.
0: My truck's pretty stock. I mean, I have the Kashima shocks on it, of course. And, um, like I have a J concept servo mountain, uh, battery, uh, hold down net and, um, I have another. I have an aftermarket screw kit on that thing, but other than that, it's pretty stock. And it's only I only had, of course, I only have Reedy equipment in it, and um, it, that stuff works really good. I don't. I thought it had plenty of power. It didn't fade. Um, I put a a Reedy tuning or a high torque rotor in it. That's all I did to it. And I had uh, one of the o- local oval guys, uh, Gooch or Darren Ryder, uh, tune it for me, and uh, I've been running it.
1: So there you go. There's your super chat. First super chat in a while, actually. Yeah. Hey, uh, that does remind me. So if you're just watching, tune in for the first time. We normally don't respond to comments until the very end of the show. Um, But if you make a super chat.
2: Super chat.
1: And uh, give us money. We'll interrupt the show, whatever it is, and address it. So that's the Hobbyplex show rule. Hey, did you know that this show is sponsored by Pivot Lending Group? It is? Yeah, it totally is.
0: You learn something
1: new every day. Yeah. You can uh, get a hold of Don Zoller or Aiden Olson's dad and uh, mention our show, get started with a home loan or refinance, and you can get a $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. So go out there and get that done before all the rates go up because they're going to start raising interest rates like crazy and then the housing market's going to crash. And then hopefully my property taxes will go down. Good God.
0: Yeah, get locked in on that bread and butter rate or whatever it is.
1: Okay, well, uh, I mean, we got we got the Pro Tech race to kind of break down, and uh, and we'll we'll why don't we just get into that? Okay, all right. So the track build went really well, really smooth. Started Sunday night. Um, actually, it's technically started Saturday. We built that new wall back there on Sunday. What'd you think of that new wall? It was nice. Yeah, real nice. Nice and tall. Did you notice the angle? How much we uh, changed the angle on it? Yes. It's it gives us more track. So the next track build um or the next track that we're gonna do, like the June summer series, mm-hmm. I'm gonna use more of that space over there.
2: Mm.
1: So it's gonna be good.
0: Heck, I remember the track used to go clear out the where the tractor sits. I, know.
1: I was uh I, I'm thinking about uh going through I got a whole bunch of old video that's on um uh, YouTube yeah. from different sources like Iowa RC tracks. He's got some good Novak race footage um, when the wall was first built. But then I've got some on my Gunter, my personal page, Gunter Loxes, which I've lost subscribers to. I had, at one point I had 84 subscribers. Now I'm down to 81. And it's just because I don't, I don't ever, I don't post much on there. But when I do, it's usually something funny or stupid. Anyways, um, but I do have some old race footage on that account that uh, I was going to, I was going to share on, uh, on Instagram and, and YouTube and on the, on this, um, on our uh, Hobbyplex show Facebook page. But yeah, it's crazy when you go back and look at the video when we used to use that back there. Yeah. So, um, kind of glad we don't though. Cause remember, remember in the winter time when we did race dirt out there that that corner itself had no grip. Yeah. Like none. It like freeze, yeah, because it's Northwest I remember, corner. Oh,
0: I, yeah, I remember the frost all over the track. that's the whole reason why I made the track smaller, yeah because I
1: corner freeze, but. yep,
0: then we had the salamander heaters over there, and the salamanders would dry the track out, so it'd like make it worse.
1: yeah, the first Novak race we ever had had the uh the salamander back in that corner, and you would walk over there and realize that, oh crap, the salamander just blasted this whole straight line of hot air. <laughs> and it you cracked. could see it you could yeah it was nuts it
0: was just like a jet engine burn mark
1: yeah I'm glad we don't do that anymore either remember remember we walked in there and you could just the diesel exhaust smell yeah we just filled the place up and that was probably more toxic than the nitro I would think
0: it'd be funny if they like look up all those videos and it's like through the through like periods of fashion and like I have like frosted tips at one point yeah <laughs> And I and then like at another point, I have just a mustache like <laughs> <laughs> and I'm wearing like some really loud shirt and like and like hot pink pants. And like I have like one chain earring and like like a like like the like the vanilla ice eyebrow. chain <laughs> like, sh- Yeah, son, like <laughs> that'd be really funny. The last <laughs>
1: INS that we that I traveled to, I had a mohawk, like a dad hawk. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because there's that that interview that that Jay Concepts did with for the Pro Tech Servos with me. Because mm-hmm. I ran him in my car, and then you watch that video, and it's I've got a dad hawk. I used to call it a dad hawk. It was like a little, it was a mohawk, short, a very short mohawk with my dad. Anyways, then I saw myself from behind in a video with that same haircut, and that's why I started growing my hair out long.
0: Hmm.
1: Never again. Yeah. I got to cover up the little bald spot back here.
0: Yeah, my wife hates your hair.
1: What? Why?
0: She absolutely hates it. I she's love my like, hair. Oh, she's like, oh my god, it looks so disgusting. I said, what? I love it. I love it. He this looks like some some crazy old hippie that races disgusting. toy cars. Now. That
1: picture that you sent me, I actually think I look pretty good.
0: I thought you look great.
1: Man. I do. Man. Disgust my love, <laughs> my, well, you know what? My wife loves my hair. Let me well, tell you. That's all that matters. Yeah, my wife Digs my long hair. That's why it's not ever getting cut ever again. She's all over it. She likes to rub her face in it. It's really funny. (laughs) So does my cat. My cat likes it too. She'll I'm lying on the couch, my cat'll jump up behind me and just start she like bites my hair. It's the most hilarious thing ever anyways, enough with my hair. We're talking about the ProTech race. Uh and okay. seen a we kiss. Yeah, nobody cares. Um, okay, so then uh Thursday practice, we broke in the track a little bit. Tried to, I guess. Track track was weird this time around, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, it wasn't hot enough. It uh normally it's warm enough in the springtime to get a nice groove going in that thing. Right. We just didn't have the have the heat to bake the stank off of that thing, you know. Get get it to where it start taking rubber earlier.
1: This, this was probably the most drastic that the track has changed in three days that I remember. And I feel kind of bad because
0: it was tough to keep up with. Exactly.
1: We've been really good. I think for a while of trying to maintain a consistent track. I think the first year that I went to the West coast for the Reedy race and everybody was all about consistency, consistency. And, and I saw those misters for the first time, you know, remember that's when I started taking the hose and trying to miss the track a little bit. Mm-hmm. Just to try to maintain the same, the same type of track the whole time, and then when we started using Stay Wet, you could get away with that away from that. And I thought the last couple, last several, not even couple years. I think I think for a while our we've been our stuff's been really consistent. But then for what for this race, Friday the track like started to sweat, like it was it warmed up so fast outside that the ground itself was cold, and then, like it made the track wet, wetter. And I think the track, oh, yeah. I think the track likes, like sweated. You could go out there and and look at it and put your foot around it. And, and it would, it was very clear that there was like dew on the, on the racetrack in the middle of the day.
0: Yeah. The moisture is definitely coming up.
1: And I think, I think that's why it got weird because then, then that night I'm like, well, I'm not going to water an, a lot. I still watered it because you have to. Right. But I didn't water it near as much. And then I thought Saturday, by the end of Saturday, it looked like a summer series race again. Right. And then I watered it a little more Saturday night and then Sunday it just I don't know. You needed tread.
0: Just a little bit. Like not much. Like this is all the this is all the tread that I ran in two wheel. Well,
1: that's more than I had.
0: Those are like those are mint. They didn't wear, like, they didn't wear at all. Those are perfect for the amount of, like, if you were on a lower tire and at the beginning of the run, like Mm -hmm. the main, it would, uh, uh, the track would kind of go away from you later on the main, but you'd be good at the beginning. Yeah. And then, like, if you had too high a tread, your stuff would start turning on later. But if, uh, if you had that, what I had, that was kind of a good balance.
1: Well, needless to say, I, I felt, I felt if there was one thing I would have done differently, maybe not watered. A lot on Thursday night. Yeah. I guess I didn't water that much. There wasn't any puddles.
0: No. Usually, it, you know, when I'm watering.
1: It. Yeah. I mean, it took it all, but it just, it just, it sweated hard on Friday and it, it, it never really did what we've used to. It still grooved up, though. I mean, you can take pictures of it today and you can see this dark black groove on it, which is good. But, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Maybe we should build the track a week earlier next time.
0: Yep. I think that'd be a good idea.
1: And then just run a club race on it and then listen to everybody whine about the advantages we have.
0: See, the thing is, is a lot of places do that. And, you know, they'll break the track in and whatever. And some people complain and some people don't. And it's like the, I don't know, like from my experiences, the fast guys are still going to be on top no matter what. And there's going to be people coming in early from out of town to run on it. So it's like, eh, you know, kind of do whatever you want. Yeah, but I think that the guys that come will have a better experience because the track had been run on, meaning that you're going to use, you aren't going to be grinding tires. You aren't going to, uh, like, have, have three different tread sets, a whole bunch of different sizes, do all this work, Sauce them and run them is all you'll end up doing. That's the thing, because for the
1: the last the last month of club racing, and uh, and and la- in the last couple of years of summer series races, all you got to do is show up, mount a set of tires, break them in Friday night, not grind them, and just call it good. Yeah, and that's what I was expecting to happen Friday, Saturday, Sunday this week, and that's not how it went. You had to be more on top of it.
0: Yeah, I I knew it wasn't going to go that way cuz it kind of doesn't usually like you always end up end up rolling out on slicks or something really really low. But yeah. um the track just didn't get away from that. Last year it was the end of day on Saturday. You could run uh treads and treads were there. And I tried it in practice after qualifying and it was not there.
1: Yeah. So dude, the tires that were on my four-wheel drive where the tires had been running for a month and the front, the front left was bald and the front right had a little bit on it. And then the rears were actually just clapped out super low tread.
0: Yeah.
1: I don't know. I guess, I guess out of all the things this weekend, that's, that's the one thing I wish like that would have been different. I just, I feel like that. I I feel like it hurts the, uh, the experience more now. If if it's like that again, you know?
0: No, oh, I think so too. I mean, yeah, there's a lot of other places that do it that way just because they know that their tracks isn't going to be the greatest thing when it's new. So I think that that would be a wise decision. It's something I've wanted to do for years, but, you know, it's your program, so I don't really, su- I didn't want to suggest it. Um, and I've actually never really told anybody that I thought that. Um, just because I don't want to get out that we'll had an opinion about it, but,
1: um, <laughs> uh, well, yeah, that's what this w- show's for. You can talk about it with me. I'm, I don't care.
0: Yeah, I know. It's your deal. Like, and everybody's running on the same track, but I mean, having said that, you know, you want everybody that comes in to have a good experience. And yeah. I think that the experience would be greater for, for those, for everybody if You're in the lowest main, the highest main, you have better experience yeah. just because of that
1: yeah I'll see what happens i think uh I think for the i n s race i might I might make the changes i'm gonna make. I was gonna do a whole track redo again, but I don't think I'm gonna for two reasons a it's a ton of work right i it's a lot I had some help this week, which is great um but it's still a lot of late nights, a lot of stressing out you know and and this one wasn't even that stressful. It was just just you know that, but then also like um the middle straightaway is so cool that <laughs> I don't want to change it right now. Yeah. I don't think I'm going to want to change it by July. I think I'm going to try to use it. And I have, a, I have a plan in my head. There's a comment on here asking about what I have plans for the track. And I have a June small track change and then I've got an INS track change. Hmm. So cool. I think it will be cool. How about a suggestion box? No, thank you.
0: Yeah, it'll be directly over the trash can with no bottom.
1: Yeah. <laughs> exactly. See, Cody gets it. Sounds like a good idea, but I feel like it would turn into a complaint box. Exactly. That's all I need. Because, you know, uh, unfortunately, sometimes I take comments about our track a little personal. And so, you know, I'll go walk around. the I'll walk around the pits going, who wrote this? Who's a dead man? Who wrote this? Oh, you don't want me doing that. <laughs>
0: It looks like your handwriting.
1: Let me see you write your name right now. <laughs> Anyways, that came off a little strong. Sorry.
0: Yeah, I just I just write stuff in there like Alex kisses. Well, no. Here's the thing. Here's why. Here's why we could never
1: do. Here's why we could never do a, a, a suggestion box because uh, one of my classes in junior high had a had a. a a box where this teacher wanted us to, he, he he didn't want us to, but he said, you can put anything in here and I'll deal with it at the end of the class. And almost every single comment, almost every single piece of paper that he opened was something to the effect of, uh, you're a homosexual, like almost every single one. And he wasn't, it wasn't even that. It was just, that was, that was the, that was the, um, that was the thing. For, that was the theme? That was the theme for junior high kids to make fun of their teachers is to is to do that. And that's basically what every single slip of paper almost was. There was never anything serious that came out of that box. And I just, I would not want to yeah. see that go that way.
0: I just write like more pizza in the vending machine. I, honestly, to
1: be honest with you, you know you know what, you know what the, uh, yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Beer, beer in the vending machine, please. <laughs> can we get some what? Coors
1: Light in here or what? What's going on? Yeah. Uh, let me tell you something. I can tell you right now that... Uh, Facebook Messenger is today's suggestion box. Oh yeah. I get more suggestions, quote unquote, in uh you know Messenger than I do in just about everywhere else.
0: More suggestions, suggestions. in Messenger. Did <laughs> <laughs> you ever watch the Tom Green show?
1: Yeah. Oh yeah.
0: When he had the air quotes things and they're like Christmas lights right here and his fingers, and he, they'd flash whenever he'd do that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you remember that? Kind of. It's there's been, a, It's that one been ap- a while. It's been a long yeah. time. I just remember the, the 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 painting of the of the naked woman on his parents' car.
0: Yeah. There's that. There's an episode where him and Andy Dick dressed up as each other and were in public and Andy Dick dressed up as Tom Green and he was just going, I'm Tom Green. I'm Tom Green. <laughs> and they like and they like they found some there was some gal at a at a grocery store. No, they were at a grocery store and they like were like talked to some 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 lady and they got her in like the MTV like car or whatever. Yeah. And she was like, she was finally like, You're not Tom Green? <laughs> and and like noticed it wasn't him. It was like a glued-on mustache. And Andy Dick grabbed a like a a gallon of milk out of somebody's out of somebody's uh shopping cart and goes, I'm Tom Green and I like milk and he and throws it gallon down of milk I do on the that.
1: ground. <laughs> God, I do remember that. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah, I mean that was if it wasn't for Tom Green, there the people like um uh what's the dude uh, that makes the shirts, I love hot moms. Danny Duncan? There it wouldn't be dudes like Danny Duncan around if it wasn't for Tom Green.
0: hmm
1: that that'd be the inspiration.
0: Ooh, these are feeling mighty nice. Are they nice? I don't know. I'd, I'd, like, to, I'd like to feel
1: your ample, your ample uh, um, stadium truck tires. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> the winner is.
1: Hey, let's get to results. Okay. All right. Uh, the first main that was completed without AAA mains was a uh, was short course truck. And, uh, you know, I made, there was eight people signed up at one time, so I made eight awards. Then there was seven, and then we picked up one more. <clears throat> and uh, so I had just enough awards for all eight people. I was super happy. And it was uh, Ashley McCormick with the TQ&Win, the uh, short course master himself. And then this, this kid, no award was second and uh, he qualified third, finished second. Uh, Chili Duncan was there. He TQ'd a couple, he TQ'd a round of short course, and then there was a tie going to third round of qualifying. And he ended up qualifying second. He finished third. Uh, Brett Nelson was fourth. Uh, Nathan Welbers fifth. Tyler Fleming was sixth. Jake Poteet was seventh. And then Eli Vanderbeek uh, got a short course truck and uh, ended up finishing eighth.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So spec beginner. Um, I'm really happy with our Plexpec turnout, um, this weekend. Cause normally for this race in the past, we've only had maybe two heats and, uh, um, or I'm sorry, we only had one heat. And then for this race, we had two, we had uh, like 16 or 17 entries mm-hmm. and, uh, Mason Burke got the TQ and win. Um, let me tell you though, he got blasted at the start and wasn't leading. And uh, he got totally destroyed at the start of this thing and uh, fought back to win it. I mean, for a little while there, I didn't think he was going to catch Ryan uh, Nemec, but um, he did. Grayson got Grayson got a little punched at the start. and uh, Oh, yeah? Yeah. Full punch. Full punched. Oh, right in the kisser. <laughs> Uh, Ryan Nemec did finish second, though. Really good finish for Ryan. Um, he qualified seventh and uh, got a really good start. And then another really good fun story was uh, Lily Kaczynski. Um She made the bump up and then ended up finishing third, which was crazy.
0: Really? That was pretty cool.
1: Um, with a borrowed car, too, which I thought was pretty phenomenal. Mm-hmm. So good job for Lily. That was really neat. And she's one of the ones that had to get a two-wheel drive. She was one of the ones that normally drives a four-wheel drive on Plexpec. Oh, yeah. So they had to borrow a two-wheel drive. Um, Grace and Stevie ended up fourth. Emily Bagley uh, had a good finish, uh, was fifth. Sawyer Haley was sixth. Alex Eichler dropped down. He had a really good qualifying day. Um, there's a kid that's getting better for sure is Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, they put a lot of time in on practice day. You know, and he was really focused. He was there on Thursday night and it paid off. Good qualifying effort. Mm -hmm. Um, Joe three, uh, Joe's uh, juniors kid, uh, was eighth Ariana. She dropped down a little bit down the ninth. I think she was involved in that big pileup at the start. And then Chris Bagley was 10th. The graph on, uh, on live RC is crazy in this one. It's just all over the place.
0: God, green compound glues so fast. Does it? Oh God, I dude! Yeah, I you just put it on there and just so, goes. So I just straight. bought all my
1: rims today. I bought all my wheels today from the Plex, and uh, I'm getting ready to have a tire gluing party starting tonight.
0: Yeah, I uh, I'm doing one set of each compound for everything, mm-hmm. and because I don't know what I'm going to do for foams, and you know? I'm. Here it's a lower grip track, and, mm-hmm. and you know, you just don't want to mount all your stuff up, and you got you know, too soft in or too stiff in or
1: whatever. Yeah, moving on, stadium truck, a main. We had uh, we had you TQ and win with your truck. Mm-hmm. Uh, second was Emerson, and yeah, Emerson drove phenomenal race. He was on your butt for about the first four minutes and he had one little mess up and then that was that.
0: Uh, yeah, he was doing really good. I was kind of trying to manage the race and not just like drive too fast early on, mm. but it's like, he'd start reeling me in a little bit and I drive a little faster and then try to keep that gap the same.
1: Yeah, dude. Uh,
0: so we had a pretty good race there too. So people he, watching probably really He hot
1: lap the race, twenty point eight. Mm-hmm. But that was on the exact that the the next lap after that is when he crashed.
0: Yep. Like in qualifying, I I think I went twenty point eight. Yeah. You know, he was going just as fast as I was.
1: Yep. Um, but that was good to see. Good to see Emerson get after it. He was like focused, like hyper focused too. He
0: was he, really he nice. was he was loving it. Like after every qualifier, he's like, dude, that was really that was so cool. Like because he was, we were relatively close in qualifying for the last last round. Yeah,
1: that's good. He need I think I think you both needed that too going into this race. We're going to a little bit of confidence booster there. Yeah. Um. And then, phew, boy, from nowhere, uh, got the bump up and then ended up finishing third, TJ Williams. Yep. And uh, T- TJ's, you know, this for a while. This was kind of his class for a little while. And then, you know, he, he's been focusing on buggies, his, you know, both of his buggies a lot. And I kind of felt like he he felt like he didn't need to, to to focus on his truck so much. And then um, got the bump, and there he was right at the end. Uh, Brian Burnt finished fourth just in front of Tom Smith. Seven-tenths, four-tenths of a second apart, actually. Um, wow. For fourth and fifth. Uh, Noah Ward made this A-main as well uh, in sixth place. Then it was Connor Herrick, Nathan Walbers, Wade Gehring, and uh, Joe Zaire Jr. Joe, I don't know what happened to Joe. It's his his uh, rear wing was off, like hanging.
0: Oh, I think his body broke.
1: And I think that that was just one of those things where you're like, well, now what do I do? Yeah. Um, expert stock, A-Main. Uh, so this one, uh, your top two inverted. You had Tyler Patenaud, uh getting the win. You qualified second. I believe he was on Proline tires. So, all you, uh, all you guys out there that are like, I don't want to go to the Plex because pro tires don't work there. Uh, pretty sure this race was one on pro lane tires. Um, Cole Henriksen, um, back in the game, he finished seven tenths off of Tyler. This was a very close race, pretty much the whole way. Um, they flipped with about seven laps left to go. And I think what happened was Cole was gone and then there was a little bit of lap traffic in front of him and they got the the lap traffic got hung up on the crossover and Cole found that lap traffic while going over the crossover and i think yeah. this was the only as far as i can remember this was one of the only high profile um mishaps Incidences. yeah mishaps that happened at the crossover like I th- the, it was almost flawless the whole weekend, but the I, he ran into the dude basically while going over the crossover. So, not not from the other direction; they were both going the same direction. So, but I'm not saying Cole would have won because of that. I'm just saying that that without that, but you know, Tyler still could have caught him. But Cole had a pretty good lead until that point. Jackson Anderson just kind of hung out back there in third place. Ended up third, um, qualified third. Ended up third. Um, Ken Peterson making the main, Qualifying fourth, finished fourth. Brent Riley qualified fifth, finished fifth. Chad Ruben King, uh, David Peevler, they all moved up a spot. Ashley McCormick uh, was eighth. Riley Filbert got the bump up, finished ninth. Nathan Walbers got the bump up and finished tenth. So good job to those two. It's it's it was cool to see Tyler here. He's been he's been um, kicking butt all over the east. And uh, upper Midwest, I guess, for a while, and back in the game here after coming to some summer series races last year, and then Hendrickson, of course, he'd been gone for a couple years, right? I think the story is he got he got uh, talked to come back into it uh, by yeah. uh, by Tom. Nice, reconnected. Thanks, Tom. Yeah, thanks, Tom. Uh, Thirteen five four wheel drive was the next one completed, and. Um, this one boy I was in this race I finished fourth I gotta tell you if it wasn't for a few mistakes that I made up just all by myself I could have been right there with these guys they all battled to the end and I should have been up there with them I know I'm I'm kicking myself for this one I'm happy I'm finished fourth in this one because yeah. because again it was the most populated class we had there' a lot of talent in this one but these guys weren't that much faster than me like I I, I I could feel when I got hot lapped, but at the same time, a couple laps later, I'd still be back. I'd still be within striking distance of everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, Nate Sutherland got the TQ and win. He, at one point, he was behind me, so I know at one point he was in fourth. Um, maybe even f- fifth, I think. Nope, fourth. So, I mean, it was bouncing all over the place. Tyler Patton out, finished second. By the way, Nate Sutherland, another one on proline tires. So for all you guys are like, I don't like going to the flex because proline tires don't work there. Nate and Tyler both were on proline tires. So Hendrickson got third. He qualified fifth. And, uh, I was driving around in third. Then I made a mistake and I, he got around me for third and I believe he was leading at one point. Um, at least for a couple laps. Like I said, they were bouncing around a couple times. They were tapping each other. They were waiting, you know, being good sportsmanship's. Uh, showing good sportsmanship out there and kind of kept me in it. But, but again, I got fourth. I, I I don't feel bad about that, but I know that if I just, there was two mistakes that I made all by myself that required a marshal, And if it wasn't for those, I would have been right there with these guys. So I know I got the speed uh, going into this week. So I don't, I don't feel bad at all. Actually, Ashley McCormick from the 10, getting the bump up to the five. So a really good drive for him.
0: Yeah, that's a pretty big
1: move. Yeah, big time. Uh, Eric Larson from the eight to the six. Uh, Easton dropped down to the seven. Uh, after qualifying behind me in fourth, uh, Brent Riley was eighth. Tyler Canine from the bump uh, finished ninth, and then Shane Alberico, um, he broke, which, which unfortunately, so what happened was in a two, David. Stripped a spur gear. And he's like, I have another diff I can put in that was ready to go. And I was like, oh, well, that won't take very long. Go ahead. Well, then it ended up taking a while. And then they're like, so it was more than just that. And then it was, well, let's just use Shane's car. So he brought out Shane's car, drove it down the straightaway. Somebody was already parked, ready to start the race. And he smashed into him, broke Shane's car. (sighs) So we waited all that time and then. And then that happened, and so then we raced that race, and thirteen-five wheeler was next, and so I didn't want to not I didn't want to start the race without Shane. That would suck, you know. Yeah, they came yeah. all that way, they paid all that money, you know, not just the entry fee, but the the time away from work, the the hotel, all that stuff. Dad breaks his car. We're, his dad breaks his car. We're we're kind of doing pretty good schedule wise. So even though, even though it felt like it was a long time, in in reality it was like maybe ten minutes. Yeah. You know, and when I when you actually looked at the live RC thing, it was maybe fifteen, fifteen minutes tops. I think if you add the two together. So, uh, you know, if it was a bigger, if it was a national event like um like at the Roar Nats, they definitely wouldn't have waited. And I I get that. Yeah. If it was INS race and we have three hundred fifty, three hundred twenty five entries. You know, and, and time is of the essence. I, I, at that point, I got to go, dude, I'm sorry, we got to go. But at this race, where we're we're, we're going to be done by 4 o'clock. I, I felt like we can give a little bit of leeway. Mm-hmm. They made the main. They've invested their time and money into it. You know, let's let them get their car fi- or at least let Shane get his car fixed. His dad's going to be able to race A3 because there's more than enough time. Let's let Shane get his car fixed and get out there. But then I told him on the driver's stand, I said, hey, don't break this car, please. During the race. (laughs) Yeah. And he's standing next to me and he broke it. I'm like, oh, God damn it.
0: (laughs) Well, when David was putting his car out, he put it out and he goes, don't crash. It isn't completely put together or something like that. So, Uh, it's like, I think he was trying to hurry just for the sake of everybody else, too. Yeah, I know. It's just one of those situations. It is. Here's my take on it. How would you feel if that was you?
1: Yeah, I would have waited for you. I would have totally waited for you. In fact, I can guarantee I probably have. You know? Oh,
0: you've waited on the guy that was complaining before. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I mean...
1: (laughs) <laughs> you know, let's not yeah. go there. I mean, there's 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 times to be a jerk and there's times not to be a jerk. And that's probably not one of those times to be a jerk. Mhm. And I can guarantee you that you know, if if you're like that too often, you know, your sponsors might find out about it. Yeah. You know?
0: Good manners
1: are nice. <sighs> so anyways, um, so yeah, Shane Al- Shane Albarico qualified sixth, finished 10th, but it wasn't really his fault. Might have been, but whatever. It was yeah, his dad's fault. It was his dad's fault. Blame it on your dad. That's what my kid would do. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, 40 and over. I'll get this one done and over with. Um so Chad qualified second, finished first. Tom Smith, um wow, from the six to the two. So wow. really good job for Tommy. Um, and then Mac Vanderbeek was third. And then I was fourth. Qualified first again, finished fourth. I see a trend. Yeah. I see a running trend here, and it sucks. <laughs> uh, David Pevler from the 8 to the 5. Brent from the 10 to the 6. Ken, unfortunately, dropped down to the 7. Eric Larson uh, was 8th. Brian Burnt was ninth, And Wade Garing was 10th. So Chad was on it all weekend. He TQ'd the first round. Um, My car really came on round two and round three. And I also drove a lot smarter on qualifying day. And then I kind of felt like I wasn't going to touch my car. And so I left Saturday tires on it going into Mm -hmm. that main and uh, my car was loose as a goose. I couldn't get on it at all. I couldn't, I couldn't get any forward drive in my car and it showed I was slow I don't know. I didn't even feel bad. <laughs> like, I wasn't mad or anything. I even went up to Tommy, like, dude, good job. You know, I was like, kind of chipper. Yeah. I just knew, I I knew in warm up, I was like, uh oh, this ain't going to be good. Live and learn, learn something for the INS race, you know? Put my summer series tires on it that I had ready to go.
0: I oh. don't know. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take some dang clay compound there. Who knows? Yeah. I'll be ready for anything.
1: Yeah. So good for Chad getting another one of those. We're all old now.
0: <laughs> You're old. Like I
1: like, look at this. No, seriously, look at this main event. Let me go back to it. Uh, Chad. Uh, Rico, basically uh, Chillicothe veteran, Tom Smith, uh, Chillicothe Midwest veteran, Mac Vanderbeek, of course, chili veteran. We were all in the mains together back 20 years ago. Me, David Peevler, Chillicothe veteran, Ken Peterson, Eric Larson, Joe Coffee, veteran. I mean, these, these are guys that we've raced together for 30 years. <sighs> Let's see. Independent. So this one I expected to be a little bit closer. Yeah. Just because of the parody we have going on in Independent right now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really wasn't. At least not from about second down. From third down. Noah Ward made his, this is his third A main that he was in he got the TQ and independent buggy and he just walked away from everybody. I didn't really have to talk about him a whole lot other than just to try to get people to get out of his way when he was lapping him. Yeah. I mean, he smoked him just straight up smoked him. Uh, and then another really good, uh, finish to this one. Um, Brady Papinow was in second and for quite a long time and then held Daniel Bender off to hang on to second. It was very close. It was a good inside move. Bender gave it all, man. He had the inside spot. He didn't touch uh, Brady at all. And uh, they finished three hundredths of a second apart. It was crazy. So I was, uh, I was really impressed by that. Unfortunately, Daniel did get into... Um, he got into somebody early. I can't remember who it was now. I'll have to go watch and I'll have to watch the video again. But, uh, I made him wait because you just, you know, we gotta, we gotta teach manners a little bit to these kids. That's what this class is kind of for too, you know? Um, but mm-hmm. Daniel ended up running, running right back up there cleanly and got, a, got third. So that was really cool. And then Jana Pevler from the bump spot, uh, ended up fourth. That was a really good finish for her. She was super close to battling for third as well with Daniel and Brady. Um, TJ ended up fifth. Um, Dalton Conrad was sixth. Jake Poteet was seventh. Andrew Thomas, who wasn't even going to race this weekend. And I was like, what? I'm like, you got to race this weekend. You're one of the kids, man. And he was in the main. Um, he got the bump up and finished eighth. Connor Herrick might've been Connor that Daniel got into actually. Now that I think about it right at the start, like right at the start. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Um, he ended up ninth and then Connor Hausch was, uh, was 10th, but props to Daniel for moving over and waiting for him. Like, like he was asked to, because you know, could it, could have been a thing. Obviously Daniel's not the kind of kid to, you know, ignore the race director. So right. He did the right thing and it worked out. He ended up third. He had a fast car though. If he had, if he had would have gotten up there a little bit earlier, he probably could have, Tried to chase down Noah, but boy, Noah was on it like no mistakes. Kid, kid drove lights out in the main. But just to reiterate, let's see who's in here: Daniel, Jana, TJ, Dalton, Andrew, and I mean, you could even throw Connor House in that group now for for the for independent. I mean, that's going to be that's going to be a crazy summer coming up. Yeah, because any one of these six kids could, and Connor's not really. He's kind of a kid, but not really. I mean, I could call him a kid because I'm 43. But
0: well, look at look at all these the, the all the good things that are coming out of these, uh, like him and uh, uh, what's that other guy's name? Kind of the same age as
1: uh, Connor. Connor Hausch. Yeah,
0: who's that other guy?
1: That races with us. Yeah, uh, he's going to INS. Oh, Diego! Yeah, yeah, Diego was the one that was missing, but but.
0: Well, him and him and Diego are like like friends. You yeah. Know? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's like it reminds me of me and somebody else, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah, no doubt.
0: But ended up being friends for a long time, just because we met through RC racing.
1: Yeah, yeah. I put I put Diego down to pit with us, too. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I I got um, Hannah just uh, messaged me a little bit ago wanting to know how many pit spots, and I'm I'm gonna have five, so we're all together. But yeah, no, no, I I get what you're saying. It's, um, the independent racing that we have is going to be really good. And I'm really looking forward to it. Uh, okay. And then Mini Truggy, and then we'll do the two mod classes because we'll go to the triple mains. Um, so Mod Mini Truggy had, uh, Jake Poteet with the win and then Dylan Hartron with the two. And boy, <laughs> Dylan led for, like, the middle of this race, and I thought he was just going to kind of go away with it. Um, but eight minutes at mini Truggy. I mean, it's hard not to overdrive those things. So, you know, a crash or two is bound to happen, but he still ended up finishing second. John Haas ended up third. Zaire Jr. was way down there at the start and then came all the way back up to get fourth. Um, He passed Matt and Dale Reek, who got fifth and sixth, I think with like two laps to go. I think that's when that happened. And then Tyler Fleming and then Dan Gangler, man, boy, he had the TQ and then he told me that he hit like a, like a clot or something at, while he was going over the crossover. Really? Yeah. And it like threw his car the wrong way and crashed. And he went from first to last on like the second lap uh, and just couldn't, bad. couldn't kind of, couldn't recover basically from that point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ben Seedlick, uh, ended up ninth, and then Chad Hartshorn actually broke out, uh, finished 10th. And this was a busy one. Um, if you look at the map, the uh, the graph, a lot of ups and downs. You can actually see Jake Poteet. He dropped down to 4th, then was in 3rd for a little bit, then 2nd for a little bit, and then he finally passed Dylan, and that was that. So, And I think that's Jake's like first win. You really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Not nice. not not first win ever, but like first trophy race win. Oh yeah. In, in anything. I don't I don't think he's he's raced independent buggy for a while and and I don't think he's ever gotten first in that one at any of these. So It's pretty cool.
0: Yeah, it's good.
1: Um okay, now triple main event uh results. We'll do four-wheel drive first. So uh four-wheel drive buggy had uh Alex Vanderbeek. Uh, he got the win in um, in the first two, so we get to set out. He got to sit out the second one, third one. Sorry, uh, Drew Ruben King um, ended up uh, second. Um, Mason Herrick was third. Nate Sutherland was fourth. Jackson Anderson was fifth. David Albrico was sixth. Taylor Larson was seventh. Ethan Dallaire was eighth. Caden Bairdian was ninth, and Tom Smith was tenth. I knew that. Mod four wheel drive was going to be a scrap, like a scrappers race, because if you watch the main, I've got, I'm going to post the, the mains that I took uh, on our, on this YouTube channel here in a little bit. I'm going to try to work on that tonight. The first main event had uh, fourth place, fifth place, sixth place and seventh place and eighth place all basically crossing the line at the same time. So mm-hmm. Taylor had a fifteen eighteen. Mason had a 15-18.8, 8. David Albarico had a 15.813. Jackson had a 1519.2, and Ethan Dallaire had a 519.8 in the first main. Wow. And I was like, I was like, oh man, this one could this one's gonna get crazy later on. Um Alex walked away from everybody in the first one. Nate Sutherland uh put in a, a really good finish. He was six seconds. Back, but also three seconds in front of Jeruben King. But behind Drew in that first one was kind of a. It was crazy. Um, Then you had A2, and it was Alex and Drew. And that pretty much locked Drew into a top position, I think, no matter what, because he had a third and a second. Mm -hmm. Jackson Anderson ended up third in that one. Nate Sutherland was fourth, and then Mason Herrick was fifth, then Ethan, Taylor, Tommy, and Caden. It really wasn't that close at the end of this one. They were all kind of spread out. And then A3 had Mason Herrick get in the win, and that was important because for him to make a podium, basically um, Drew or Nate had to be down there pretty far. And uh, Drew was second again, so Drew was locked in to a second overall David Alberico um, didn't really have a shot at the podium ended up third and then Nate Sutherland was fourth. So basically if Nate would have finished third, he would have had third and if, or maybe even second actually. And then if, but it also depended on who finished in front of him. Like if Mason hadn't finished first, it, it the whole thing was so messy. And uh, so I felt kind of bad for Nate just, because there, there was some driver errors going on there, and it, it kind of cost him a spot. But the finish here, so check this out. Fourth place, A3. Nate Sutherland, 5'10". Actually, we can even go here. Uh, let's go all the way up. Drew Ruben King, 5'08". David Albarico, 5'09". Uh, Nate Sutherland, 5'10". Jackson Anderson, 5'11.1". Caden Bairdine. 511.7 Ethan 511.9 and Taylor Larson 511.982 <laughs> Like that's crazy in mod. That's nuts. Yeah. That is insane.
0: Well, even even no, well, we can get to two wheel, but yeah, I <laughs> thought even two wheel was close cuz Yeah. It's like there's just like always Right, the pack of cars is right there. And yeah, the,
1: nobody really ever got lapped.
0: No, no, Very I didn't often, get,
1: You didn't get lapped, did you? No, I didn't get. Lapped. I don't think you did because I don't remember it at all. Like, like I think you guys were all on the same lap. You guys were all within maybe half a track. Yeah, it was for, a, for almost all three mains. We were flying, man. <sighs> so mod two wheel had uh, Alex Vanderbeek um, getting the win. He had to fight for it because he had a horrible round two. He had a horrible A2. Mm-hmm. He, uh, he won A1 and then didn't finish good at all in A2. And that really opened it up here um, going into A3. Mason Herrick got a second, very strong second. So a couple podiums for Mason. He was also your TQ. Um, Ethan Dallaire with a podium. Um, qualified fourth, ended up third. David Alberico was fourth. Ruben King was fifth. Taylor Larson, sixth. Nate Sutherland, seventh. Rico... Uh, Carson's Chad Carsons with was eighth, Jackson Anderson was ninth, and you were tenth. Mm-hmm. Very strong field of mod two wheel drive this year. No, oh, yeah, and a lot of parity again. I think this was the coolest thing we got going on right now is is even our weekly club racing. Like when our stuff's working good, uh, we're all pretty close. I mean, the last three weeks, man, I I was like, man, I could have won that club race. Yeah, you know. Um, so mod two wheel drive, a one. Like I said, Vanderbeek drove away from everybody. He wasn't really even that close. Um, Mason Herrick was second. Uh, David Albarico was very close by him with Drew King. So there was a 101.4 to a 101.9 between David and Drew. Ethan uh, was fifth. Nate Sutherland got the bump and ended up sixth. Jackson Anderson was seventh. Chad uh, Rico Carstens was eighth. You were ninth. And then Taylor Larson was tenth. Um... A2 had Mason Herrick with the win David Albarico got a second um, and then Ethan Delaire ended up third Taylor Larson got all the way up there into fourth and Ruben King was fifth Rico was sixth, you were seventh Jackson was eighth, Vanderbeek like I said not a very good main here he ended up ninth and Nate Sutherland uh, was out early and then in A3 this was the last race of the day Vanderbeek uh, got the win um, by three seconds over Ethan Dallaire. That second that Ethan got made sure that he got third overall. Mason Herrick got third. His top spots that he had gotten kind of already solidified him for second. Uh, David Elbrico was fourth. Larson was fifth. Nate Sutherland was sixth. Taylor was involved in another close one. It was a f- It was an 05.4 to an 05.8. Uh, Drew Ruben King was seventh. Jackson was eighth. You were ninth. And then Rico, um, didn't look like he even raced this one.
0: Uh, his, his car shut off. Oh, his
1: car shut off. I remember that. That's true. You're right. So, yeah, that was, uh, that was a busy one. Those were, those were some busy mains, um, to call just, just in general. So, Mm -hmm. but overall, man, a very successful weekend, uh, the final count after I got rid of a couple no-shows was 226 entries, um, 108 drivers total. I made 100 shirts, <laughs> so now, you know, I went off of RC sign-up. Yeah, and our RC RC sign-up had 86 people, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna order 100 shirts. If we have any left over, you know, we'll we'll find a way to give them away or you know throw them upstairs. And we ended up with more. Which is the first time this has happened in a while. Mm-hmm. Usually I'm deleting names and, and, and you know, filtering out who's not coming. And I got to text people to find out. I only had to do that with like one or two people. So I'm very, very grateful. Because for me, this race kind of kicks off our summer. And uh, ProTech RC, if you go to their Facebook page, they, they actually publicize this race this year nice and um so that's good to see and you know
0: who are they posting podium photos on their website they, they did yep oh really yeah even yours truly
1: uh yeah yeah you're on there really on the yeah, ProTech website on the ProTech facebook page oh hell yeah yeah i haven't gone to the I, who goes to websites anymore i don't <laughs> i'm sorry i stated myself <laughs>
0: You mean on uh, what was it RC Tech? They posted it. No.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You mean
0: on Tech Talk? They posted Tech it? Talk. Yeah. Tech Talk. Yeah. What are they saying on Tech Talk?
1: For uh, uh, people that want to know
0: what Tech Talk is, or Tech Talk. Tech Talk. It was Trinity's version of. Uh, it was, was pre
1: pre RC Tech.
0: Yeah.
1: I once called uh, somebody a stupid, a stupid doo doo head. A stupid on, moron on, with an ugly
0: face on and their butt talk. smells. And yeah,
1: <laughs> on, on Trinity Tech Talk once. Yeah, and uh, Tech Talk was kind of cool because you could every once in a while you'd actually get Ernie to respond to you for something.
0: Huh. It's probably just gaudy on there, like trolling everybody.
1: <laughs> no, Ernie once. Uh, Ernie once wrote, "Hey, why don't you get um, these guys to get? What about these guys to give you stuff?" And he like circled the sponsors on the flyer. And I was like, well, well, why don't you get on the flyer, be one of our sponsors and give us stuff too.
0: Yeah. Give us stuff. Come on.
1: Yeah. Come on and give us stuff. Now I just go with what I know. Mm-hmm. There's some companies I don't even bother. I'm not saying Trinity is one of them, but I'm just saying that like, like, uh, there's just, there's, there's been a few companies where I've been promised stuff and then nothing ever actually happens. And I'm just like, oh, okay, I guess I want to mess with you. Nor will we carry your stuff in the store. Oh, I, feel very vin- I feel very vindictive today, don't I? Yeah, you are. I've been sounding very vindictive. I'm, okay. not, I'm not a vindic- vindic- vindictive person. I just think uh, I like telling you guys how it is sometimes. Yeah. I don't know.
0: Real talk. This is our real talk yeah, episode. Yeah, this is a real
1: talk episode.
0: And this is going to be titled Real Talk with Will and Alex. <laughs> and it's going to be like a long six hour music video.
1: (laughs) What was that called? Uh, It was a it's called Real Talk. Was that I know know that but there was a name for it. It was a it was an opera like a oh Oh. uh, I can't remember the name.
0: Uh, Anthology?
1: Hip uh, hip opera. opera.
0: (laughs) We should have a watch party where you and I just watch Real Talk like the entire (laughs) thing.
1: (laughs) Oh man. I don't know if anybody would want to tune in for that.
0: Oh, I might watch it after this.
1: <laughs> uh, okay. We got to talk about two more things before we uh do the pivot break, and we'll come back and get comments. Yeah, what you fly. think of the what you think of the hooligan race?
0: It was cool. I I was standing off to the, well. Okay, explain what the hooligan race is. All right. So when I, I went to it.
1: when I went to BRC for the Masters of Dirt a couple of years ago, they did this thing called a hooligan race, and what it was was they took uh, they like at theirs they drafted like twenty different drivers. And, uh, you, you got a chance to go out on the track and there was a bunch of, like the audience could literally just take whatever they wanted and put it in the middle of the racetrack. And that was now an obstacle that you had to drive around. And, uh, they had a certain time limit, I think. And they, they drove backwards on the track, which we would have done except the crossover. You can't really do backwards. Cause there's a, there's no way to get up it. Um, because it's flat. So we had to go the right direction. But, uh, either way, uh, the time I went, Ryan Harris won it and he won like a thousand dollars. And they had, yeah, they started out with like this small sum of money and then they were like, Brent would go out there with the mic and be like, who wants to add to the pot? And then all these guys would start throwing down hundreds and, and, in the name of this sponsor or this group or whatever it was. And it ended up being almost like, I think it was like a thousand bucks that they were driving for. And, uh, it was hilarious because like it would change, like, like somebody would, somebody would uh, put a trash can out there, like a, like an actual trash can. And then. They'd miss it, and then they'd move it the next time so that the next time you came around the lap, you thought you knew where it was, but it wasn't there, and you'd run right into it. It was hilarious. So I wanted to do that. That's I've, I've, I thought it'd be hilarious, too, and and we were only going to do the mini-team melee on Sunday, and I'm like, you know, we should do this. So what we did was it was a dollar to enter. It was just like a dollar race that we do on Friday nights, and uh, I took the first 20 people that wanted to sign up for it, and then when we came to it, I let the I let everybody go out there and do whatever they wanted to, and uh, um,
0: I think Jackson came in clutch though with his with his uh, thing that he put on the track.
1: What did he put on the track?
0: He took his entire tire collection of used tires. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it was it was at least like a hundred tires, and and dumped it on the track, and they just went everywhere. They did. Everywhere. It was
1: hilarious. I
0: picked up five of them. I was standing off to the side of the track throwing them at cars when they went by. <laughs> I saw that on the video. I was cracking up,
1: but I posted my video and I watched it on YouTube. I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't even see that. They're they're chucking stuff at them.
0: Yeah, well, I told Ethan, I was like, dude, pick up a handful of tires so you can throw them at cars.
1: <laughs> and then Shane Albarico asked me, hey, can I run my max out there? And I'm like, absolutely. That's a great idea. But I I, I made sure to tell him, i like, you can only stay in this area. You got to stay in this specific area to do that.
0: That reminded me of like, this is the... This is the swamp lands protected by this giant monster monster (laughs) swamp truck and and uh it can only stay in the swamp lands. So it's like (laughs) when it went by, you know.
1: God, it was great. It was it ended up being really funny. I and really and it was very entertaining and nobody took it seriously. It, It was exactly what it should have been.
0: Yeah. And Shane was moving the trash can with it, which is yeah, pretty funny. It was and then, pretty funny. like whoever put the trash can out there didn't take any of the trash out of it. So there's trash going yeah, everywhere. There was. Oh, <laughs> I saw that in the
1: video, too. And then what was cool is after it was over, everybody went out and picked everything up.
0: Yeah, it was great. Yep, I, I helped pick up and then uh, uh, what was it like? Well, I put the trash can at the end of the because it was standing up in the middle of the straightaway. It's like, Oh no,
1: Mm. we
0: need to put this at the, at the landing for the ski jump. Mm -hmm. And, uh, so hopefully we catch a car in that thing. That'd be cool. That'd be funny. That's what I was hoping. Just somebody went
1: right in the hole. (laughs) (laughs) Super chat. Jason Haley, uh, super chatted us a buck. He says, we'll should do the next episode as opera man from Saturday night live.
0: Hmm. Put me down for 50 cents.
1: Can you do a, uh a Adam Sandler?
0: What's an Adam Sandler?
1: Well, okay. Then probably not.
0: Well, I mean, like, what? Like, like, uh, Cut Gems, Adam Sandler? I, no, not Billy that one. He's,
1: he's all serious and. Yeah. Philly <laughs> Madison, he's just stupid. Yeah. He's like, he's, uh, hold on. He's like,
2: that's
1: terrible that's a terrible adam sandler but
0: Mm -hmm.
1: yeah i don't know opera man never really was that funny for me sorry jason
0: i i i've watched a lot of saturday night live and i don't know who opera man is
1: oh it's early. I've never seen the. It's Hopper like Man it's one. like 1993, 94 maybe.
0: Well, it's not early. Saturday Night Live started in the seventies. Well, I
1: know that, but for us, it's probably pretty early. I don't remember watching Saturday Night Live until the ninety eight, late eighties, nineties.
0: My dad used to tape them or something. I used to watch them. Oh. Like all the like the Blues Brothers ones and yeah, yeah, you know, the original cast ones. They didn't age very well.
1: Yeah, I know. Uh, okay, back to the Who've Been So Steve Wall won hundred bucks. He survived. There was only two. There was, We started with seventeen cars. We ended up with two at the end that were still running. Hmm. So that's a lot. We're going to do that again. We'll do that again next year. That was a lot of fun. Yeah,
0: definitely. I don't.
1: I don't think we'll do it at the INS race because it'll be. There's more stuff going on at the INS race. That.
0: Yeah, I. That that one's like. It's a people, different environment.
1: Yeah. Right. You know. Um, and then we did the mini, the mini team melee. And we had a lot of minis this time, I think, uh, way more than last year. Remember last year? I think we only had, like, five. Yeah. And this I year we had, the, like, 16 or 17 minis. It was awesome.
0: I think the mini team melee would be good to have at INS.
1: Yeah, we should do that again. Emerson would want to do be that. Because Thomas will be there. That's true. Sure. Emerson would want to do it, too. I know. He's been pressuring me to do, to add mini to our, like, club racing program. And I'm like, well, as long as you get more than, like, five of them so we have Marshalls. I don't really care. I drove mine afterwards. We drove it together. Yeah. I have video of it. I'm actually gonna post that on YouTube because it's I, really cool. I,
0: I struggled, but I didn't have very much practice with it.
1: I was so pissed.
0: You were doing really good with it. I was like, how are you getting that thing around there?
1: You know. I was so mad. Takes me back. That's I was how I leading. got
0: started. It was micro racing.
1: I was leading. Uh, the computer put me f- like second. And then for some reason, whoever was first didn't start first. They started behind me, so I'm like, "Well, I'll take it." All I had to do. That car was so good. All I had to do is I went out there after the racing was over. I drove for eight minutes straight without crashing.
0: Mm-hmm. I, was I was
1: there. I was pissed that that thing. My car shut off. I came off the jump. I tumbled a little bit, and my car literally just shut off. Like the I had a loose. Um, I think it was my transponder shut my car off. Had to be the transponder. Otherwise, would have had it. I totally had it. You know, what I wanted. You know I wanted to win that.
0: So we had money for INS.
1: No, I wanted a new pair of vans before we went. And I knew, I, I knew how much money we'd raise, and I'm like, you know what, this will pay for a new pair of vans. So I, I was literally racing to get buy new shoes today.
0: You're like, come on, baby. Come on, baby, baby. needs a new, new pair, pair of shoes. Of shoes. <laughs>
1: I bought him anyways, damn it. But still, I was like, man, this could pay for a new pair of vans. <sighs> so uh so yeah, so uh Connor Herrick took the win. He was right behind me. His car was really good. Nate, I think Nate Sutherland ended up leading some of the some of the three minutes and then just got a weird flip through the whoops. And uh Connor Herrick ended up taking the win. It was pretty awesome.
0: Next year you should maybe consider Marshalls and make it like an actual race.
1: Mm. Mm.
0: I don't know. That'd be mm.
1: kind of cool. Yeah, but then it then it kind of takes the know. melee out of it. Yeah, it takes the melee out of it a little bit. Yeah, it makes it more serious. Because then you're yelling at marshals and all that stuff. Who cares? Nobody
0: yells at marshals. Who yells at marshals? Everybody yells at marshals. That's one thing I don't know if I've ever really done. Couldn't tell you the
1: last time I yelled at a Marshall. I didn't, I didn't yell at the Marshall in my 40-plus main. I yelled I yelled at my car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, no, 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 because my car was stuck against the pipe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, get it, get it, get it, get it, get it. And then she got it. It was Noah's mom. <laughs> oh. <laughs> she got it, and then I got on the gas, and my car turned right back into the pipe. Yeah. That's when I lost third place to Mac. I was like, you've got to be kidding me. I just put my head down and was like, uh Whatever, yeah. You got served, sucker. I got served. <laughs> and then the dash for cash is We had uh, Cole Hendrickson taking it in four wheel drive. He got the he got he was a fast dude and had rough time qualifying. Ended up fit qualifying fifth, so he got to start first in the inverted start. Mm. And I ended up I was third and made made a bobble and was last. And then I made another bobble and was I was the only one upside down in that race because you know of course of course I was and then uh um and then uh uh TJ TJ took the win in independent. And I got those I got videos of both of those they'll be up to YouTube tonight. I'm going to merge both of both of them together and post them. So mm. So overall, good job. We raised uh for the for the for the um for the raffle. I think we did like $86, $86... No. $80, $80, and then almost $100 for the for the uh, hooligan because there was a couple more after that. I can't remember the exact number. Either way. That was a perfect way to do it. Just a couple little things. Do a raffle. It wasn't a crazy amount of money, so there, it wasn't super serious. Mm-hmm. After that, I feel somewhat confident coming into this week.
0: I'm feeling pretty good about... I don't know. I think I got a race truck. You you think I have a nationals level race truck?
1: Yeah. Oh, dude, absolutely. I I feel like I have a national level four wheel drive because I was able to run with national level drivers. Mm-hmm. Nate Nate Ty and and Cole, in my opinion, are could make the AMA at the Roar Nats in thirteen five wheeler. Oh yeah. So I, the fact that I was I was able to run with them. Again, if it wasn't for a few mistakes, it would have been right there with him at the end. So I feel pretty good going into it. Two-wheel drive, who knows? Yeah. (laughs) I guess we'll find out when we get there. Yeah. The nice thing about going to an event like this, though, is for me, I don't have to do nothing. I can just sit in my pit and work on my car. If I don't think I have enough grip, I can sit there and I can brainstorm about how to get grip in my car. Mm-hmm. If I don't have steering, I can brainstorm about how, what I can change, you know, that sort of thing. If I need to, to chase tires, I have time to chase tires. Mm-hmm. With a race like this, that doesn't really happen. So I got to be prepared beforehand. And uh, I was half prepared. I had tires that I should have ran in the main, but I didn't put them on. So
0: mm-hmm. live and learn. I ran. So for anybody who wants to know. Uh, what tires I ran in my truck? I ran the same set of tires all weekend on my truck, and they're actually used tires off my gas truck. Yeah, the two new tires I mount. The new tires that I mounted weren't as good as my old, my old tires off my gas truck.
1: Yeah, and uh, for those of you that want to know, Emerson's truck, those were tires off his mini trucky from the last round of the Winter Series, all the way around. I didn't even mount a new set of tires. He practiced with them and was like, dude, these are awesome. And I'm like, really? He's like, yeah. I'm like, well, let's not change them then. And he went in qualifying. That last run of qualifying on Saturday, I said, well, what are we going to do about tires? He's like, why do we want to change tires? These trucks working great. Mm -hmm. And so there you go. worked out. Yep. All right. Let's do our pivot break and we'll go through the comments and we'll get out of here.
0: Okay. And now a word from our sponsors.
2: Yeah.
1: This is a Pivot Lending Update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get
2: some. Hi, this is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. And today we want to talk about the Lock and Shop program that we brought back to you guys in May. And it's important today because interest rates are on the rise. The Fed is determined that they are going to potentially raise interest rates at least two to three times this coming year. And within the dynamics of our industry, we have some quantitative easing that's going to be pulled back. So currently, the Treasury has conservatorship over Fannie Mae, and they are purchasing in, in the mortgage world, mortgage-backed securities, at a certain rate, a pretty fast rate. And that purchase program has really helped to create a market for mortgage-backed securities over the last probably decade, and has been uh, one of the big catalysts for driving interest rates down. And it's been announced that not only are they looking to raise interest rates, they're looking to pull back on the purchasing of mortgages, which means that it will be more driven, rates will be driven by the private sector. And Inevitably, that means the rate of return that a private investor is going to want over the government right now is going to be substantially higher. In addition to the quantitative easing being restricted or being pulled back, we also have inflation. And so inflation now, decade over decade, we're seeing inflation move out of that transitory conversation and actually hit the kitchen table economics as far as gas, bread, butter. And with inflation, comes higher interest rates, higher returns on everything across the, the financial industry. So between the an inflationary environment, the quantitative easing environment, and then uh, the rates in conjunction with the inflation, we're gonna be in a different world altogether as far as rates this time next year. So why am I talking about the shop and lock program? It allows you to lock in as we see rates moving up dramatically month over month this coming year and even into 2023, you're going to have the ability for $500 to come into our office, complete an application, get pre-approved, and then lock your interest rate even without finding a home yet. And you'll have 60 days, so two months to find a home. Once you find a home, you have 30 days to close on that home. So for $500, we're going to basically give you 90 days to secure that interest rate. We guarantee that we'll close it within 30 days if you can guarantee you can find the home within 60 days. Once we close or during that closing process, we will give you a lender credit for the $500. We'll take that $500 off of your closing costs so that it doesn't cost you anything out of pocket to lock that interest rate, use that program. If you do not find anything outside of that period, then there's the $500 charge. Now, that being said, some people are gonna say, well, in this market, you can't find a house in 60 days. You'll be surprised how many houses, uh, what the inventory starts to look like here over the next 12 months. Uh, with the rates going up, the purchasing power is going to go down and you're going to see people that are sliding outside of those uh, debt ratio parameters or just not qualifying uh, within a higher rate environment. And so, you know, there are going to be fewer buyers and that's going to allow you more time to look at the inventory that's out there. So the positive of a higher rate environment, all the things we're talking about, as well as the Shop and Lock program does benefit the folks out there that have been out of the market and unable to find anything or put cash down, be that cash buyer. So we're excited to see the opportunities will be growing for that sector of the consumer market here in 2022. So Shop and Lock program is fantastic for you guys. Let me know if I can help. Give me a call 402-881-5951. Shoot me a text. Just make sure that you put your name on there. And the best way to reach you, whether it's via text or email, and we'll talk to you guys soon. David Olson and MLS one six zero nine, nine Don Zoller and MLS two seven, seven, five, eight, nine
1: pivot Lindy and MLS one zero nine 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 five.
0: We return you now to your regularly
1: scheduled program. Dude, Tim, what? Tim Sutherland is the man.
0: Why? Well, for one, I loved Tim. Yeah, me too. And, his, uh, His wife is great, and so is
1: Nate. Uh, Went to the original Hobbyplex in Omaha for the 2022. That needs to catch on. My man. My man. Everybody should put the original when they they make race reports about the Hobbyplex. (sighs) Thanks, Tim. That just made my night. I'm so happy right now. Hmm? Hmm? Oh, yeah?
2: Do you have one?
1: Uh, all right, comments. John Haas was on here. Nuthouse is on here. Steve RC, Jason Haley. Those are our, uh, I believe, everybody but John Haas is a Patreon member.
0: Yeah.
1: Nuthouse says, how about those races? They're pretty good. How many 22-4 elites did you guys get? I think I told her four. I'm pretty sure we have four in stock right now, unless we sold some today. I'm, I'm on vacation. So what a week, what a couple of weeks at the hobbyplex. Do you realize that I haven't been in the store to work at the hobbyplex, nor will I be in for, let's see, let's see Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So seven days, this is day eight. And then I won't be back in until next Tuesday. So 16 days without me working in the store. Or doing anything, and I say that, and then I did orders today for for gaming. So, but I can do that from home, now. Yeah, you do. Um, yeah. But anyways, uh, pretty sure we got four. I know we got four in. The new set is Capena. That's for Magic. Capena. Capena. Steve RC says Alex has an awesome wife. He says, "That's true. I do, even though I give her crap sometimes for." Labbing too much. Plus, she cusses a lot when she drives. It's really funny. She like from the minute we get in the car, if somebody if somebody is driving down our street, like at our house, she'll cuss at them. It's really funny.
0: (laughs) Hilarious.
1: I think it's hilarious. Uh, How did the new dirt track work out? It worked out great. I will work on posting videos that I took from this weekend. It's kind of weird because I got I did videos all the way leading up to practice, and then I didn't I didn't post anything on YouTube those those three days Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Because mm-hmm. I get home and I'm just tired. Didn't want to do anything.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, the new track was Clappy Clap. Uh, now they were talking about what cars Noah was driving I th- I think it was I don't think it was all one brand
0: I I couldn't tell you I know his mom was wearing a TLR shirt most she days she was so.
1: yeah and I know his two wheel drive car was a Losi. I do know that I remember that mm-hmm. but the short course truck is hard to say I don't really know
0: did he have a four wheel drive
1: Oh man yes but I don't I think he was in like the C main Lance Murray says best track ever I don't know about that, but I'm I'm very hard on tracks I build. So yeah, it's a pretty good one though. It's deceivingly hard. At least that's what I think. Don't you think? Yeah.
0: I mean those those high speed tracks like that, like like the tracks that like it. I I wouldn't say it was difficult. I wouldn't say it was easy. Um, tracks like that. This like it makes it so you have to run really tight lines
1: and stuff mm. to do really well. Uh mm-hmm. Uh, Steve R C said that he was worried about the crossover, but it worked well. So nice. Yeah. Somebody came in after the races on Sunday when I was picking up when I was watering the track and and it was they were like, man, I don't know if my stock buggy's gonna clear that. I'm like ah. Really you like my mini B does? Yeah, I was like, dude, a stock slash can do it. Which I got to get, I got to buy when we come back buying my stock slash Mm -hmm. for the, uh, truck series. Ray Cox says, howdy. I built, I have built two dirt oval Tamiya cars with SR10 wheels and tires with lockers. That's pretty cool. Melissa says his mom said he was running both brands of cars this weekend. So they're still talking about what Noah is running. I think, no, I think everybody was like impressed by the Noah kid because he was just so cheerful. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck, everybody! Good luck, everybody! <laughs> I heard he was singing on the driver's stand. That's something I need to do. I should just start singing to myself. What song should I sing?
0: I'm a creep.
1: I'm <laughs> a loser. Yeah. No, I'm a, I'm a weirdo. What the hell am I doing here? I'm a weirdo. I don't belong here. Yeah, it should be you. Oh, oh. She's running out again. Yeah, that'd be you. That would be me. Uh, Do the Kashima shocks make a big difference? Also, what the heck is Kashima coding? There's a good question for you, sir.
0: Um. So, like in full-size racing, uh, you have like Fox shocks or Kashima coated shocks, and it just—it's like a, a coating that fills in the pores of the aluminum. So, if you look at it like under a microscope, all of that is slickery smooth. So there's no like gaps, no nothing for oil to like kind of dive into, and um, they work well. I I always just run them. Uh, they look cool. I don't think I've driven a car without them in a while, but I mean, definitely the associated cars were great, you know, even without them. Yeah. It's not a need, you know, it's just like, Hey, if you're wanting to bling out a car, spend some more money on your car, make it maybe a little, a little more consistent over a longer ride. Well, and they have that uh, kit
1: now that comes with the four shocks and the pistons, not the pistons, the four shocks and the shafts. Uh-huh. And it's like 76 bucks. You yep. supply your own pistons and uh, the the rest of the plastic parts. That's how I got mine on there. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I, cause I wanted to have a second set of shocks built mm-hmm. and then I was like, well, oh, I might as well just get the Kashima kit.
0: They're even going to have them for the 13 millimeter shocks. Yeah. Already those kits and everything.
1: Well, that's something new. I didn't know that. I thought mm-hmm. it was just, I honestly, I kind of thought it was a gimmick. I just thought it looked cool. Yeah. I didn't know that's, that's what that meant. So there you go. I learned something new every day.
0: What's that? What's it mean? What did I that, say?
1: The how about the, how the Kashima the, the coating fills in the little microscopic gaps and makes it slickery smooth? I didn't know
0: that. Oh yeah. 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 They used to have uh t shirts that said butter smooth on them and like a p- pic, like uh stick of butter Because they use them in all forms of racing.
1: Right, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like butter smooth,
1: Kashima. Uh Steve R. C. Do you have the new idea for the INS race with you? I don't, but I have it up here. And uh, i basically I have the next two track changes already kind of laid out in my head where they're going to go. So for the INS race, it won't, it won't necessarily be an entire crazy track build like we do for, for once a year for this thing. So it'll save me some time and it'll probably save us some paint too. We're just going to, we're going to repaint. We actually have enough paint to paint the J, the J concepts layout again. Nice. too. Which That's good. always good. Yeah. Uh, Midwest boss agrees. He's like, hell yeah, my mortgage has been rising. Ray Cox is like, I bought a house outright. Today outright.
0: Outright, just paid cash for it. Showed up with a truckload of money.
1: Dumped it in the driveway. That would be sweet. That would be sweet.
0: <sighs> Someday I'll be able to buy Twitter like Elon Musk.
1: <laughs> I might go on Twitter again. And buy it. buy it? No, I'm just saying I might, I might have, I might, I might, I might email myself my my Twitter password so I can go in there and start using Twitter again. I haven't used Twitter in f- four years because it's just I don't know. I mean, it's still going to be a dumpster fire no matter what, no matter what you say to people or tweet or you know. But still, uh. uh, uh Welcome to Nebraska, the third highest property taxes in the country. Yeah, I'm I'm not surprised. And we're still in a we we're we're not part of the city yet too, so we're we have a little bit higher taxes too because we got to pay all the other stuff. Yeah. Um. Peter Renault is on here, yeah. and uh, hey, Peter. he's uh, just doing his shocks. Doing shocks. Couldn't text right now. Um. Russ Patoutt says, as an out of towner, he's all for having the truck track done a week early uh, to get the track broken in more.
0: I'm telling you guys, like you'll like it like you come up here for club racing. The track that we race on for club racing is entirely different than what you yeah, actually I race know. on when you come up here for a big race.
1: I know Well, um the have been up here for a summer series, so they they, oh, yeah. they knew what it was like. What yeah, they know, nor- the, they know what it's normally like as opposed to what it is when it's fresh,
0: Hmm. right? No, I, you know what I'm saying. I'm just talking yeah.
1: to the people that, that,
0: eh, am I gonna get enough time? I'm not going, yeah, like you're gonna do fine, you'll actually do better if you yeah, do this because it
1: won't be such a if it won't be such a guessing game. It'll be very, it'll be way easier to pick a tire and stick with it for the whole weekend if it's if it's broken in more if it, if the track is allowed to kind of, I want to say cure, but it it hardens basically. Yeah, you know,
0: he'll be an entirely different animal it'll and it be would way and better. It,
1: and it would definitely, it would de- pretty much take slicks out of the equation too.
0: Yeah. Yep. So. But you'll have crazy grip on. gold. You'll have crazy
1: grips on gold treads, but and yeah. you'll be like, man, why can't I run slicks? And you'll mm-hmm. run slicks and you go, holy crap, we can't run slicks.
0: Yeah, and you'll be like, man, I'm glad I'm running treads. Like, this is not a, a slow track on treads. Like, it has good grip wheel stands on treads.
2: A um,
1: whole bunch of stuff about tracks. I'm not going to toot my own horn, so you guys appreciate it. Um, Noah's running TLR buggies and AE trucks. Because I think Andy was parked right next to him. Oh, nice. So, TLR buggies and team-associated trucks. Filbert says, (laughs) Riley Filbert said, uh, the whole uh, good luck, everybody, was great until you stood right next to him on the stand. (laughs) (laughs) Because he blurted out, good luck, everybody, really loud. Yeah. More love for Noah. Noah Ward fist-bumped me every time he went through tech. Awesome kid, amazing attitude. Yeah. Everybody loved how he yelled uh, good luck at the start of every race.
0: He's going to be another fast Wisconsin side kid.
1: Yeah. Oh, Steve RC says, Alex was in third in the Plexpec A main, messed up the crossover, and instead of waiting for a marshal, he went around again and mm. lost a bunch of spots. So that, that explains that, because I thought he was up there.
0: Lesson learned.
1: Yep. A little bit of love for Emerson here from Filbert. St. Emerson was cruising. Um, Jason Healy wants to know if he can order a C-Main plaque for 40 plus. Email RC; He's got the file. I bet you he would. Yeah. And then just have him bill me. It'll be like 10 bucks. TJ had a hot lap, but he kept making mistakes. I think that was in uh, maybe um, independent buggy. Independent buggy is going to be wild this summer. What's the over? What's the over/under on how many different winners in, in independent buggy this year? At least three. Yeah, three over three under six is what uh, Philbert said. Jason Haley thinks there'll be four different winners.
0: That would be a perfect class for Jason Haley. Is independent.
1: Well, I think he's ran that before, hasn't
0: he? I don't know if he has or not. I know yeah. he's running modified now. Yeah, but he could run, he could run, uh, independent buggy and forty plus w- with his seventeen five car and be fine.
1: Yeah, a couple guys did that last year. Yeah, team associated swept both mod classes. Well, the same person also. Hmm. Um. That was a good mix too. Think about it. We had J Concepts tires winning mod, Proline tires winning um expert stock and 135 I'm not sure what Noah running what Noah was running for tires in independent buggy I know I know Gold Ellipse's one mini truggy Gold Ellipse's one stadium truck and I'm not sure what Mason was running for tires on uh, Plexback but it was a good mix of brands yeah there you know uh, let's see. Have you ever seen Pinky Blinders? I have. What is that?
0: Pinky Blinders. It's like a, a uh, English mafia show. It oh. takes place pre uh, World War II during like the post. I can't remember, but maybe in the twenties. Oh, twenties, thirties. It's pretty cool. I'll
1: have to look it up. Yeah. Steve RC also thinks that Plexpec is going to be really close this summer, too. I could see that. So it thinks what is? Plexpec? Oh, yeah. It always is. It is. And you know what? You know what's weird about this year? Going into the summer series? I have no idea who could win Plexpec. Yeah. You know, in the previous years, you kind of had a feeling, oh, this kid's going to enter Plexpec all year. He's going to be the winner. Kind of like, um, uh, well, Daniel never did the summer series, did he?
0: In plexback
1: yeah. Didn't he? Didn't he just jump right into an indie buggy?
0: I can't remember like, if he got like kicked he had, out before that or not.
1: I I think, I don't think he got kicked out, but I think he just didn't want to run it because he had he had won Plexpec at the INS race last year, and was and was winning Plexpec in carpet, and then was just like, I don't, I'm going to run this and this. So he just started running like independent buggy. Mm-hmm. And and thirteen five wheeler. I don't think he ever actually did do Plexpec, but like, uh, like when Emerson run it, won it that one year. I was like, I was like, oh, it's gonna be either Emerson or Aiden, mm-hmm. you know. And then you had uh, the other and Chase. You know, he had an outside shot to do that that year. And then like the year before that, it was. There's always a certain kid. I always felt like there was a certain kid. Like when Caden Berding won, it, I was like, there's no way nobody's gonna beat anybody's gonna beat Caden in Plexpec, you know. And yeah. and th- this year, I have no clue. I have no idea. It could be anybody. I mean, a couple of the kids that I thought were would have, like Dalton. Like Dalton's completely outgrown Plexback. He's way better, and he, he's that's why he ran the classes he did this weekend. You know. Yeah. So, uh, and Dalton can't run can't run it anyways because he won last year. Yeah. But even at the start of last year, I, Dalton Conrad wasn't really on my mind for being that kid. It was. It was. Oh, I don't know. Anyways, yeah, I've no, I have no idea about Plexpec this year. It's it's going to be some surprise, like maybe Ryan Emic, I think, or or I bet you Alex Eichler by the end of the season is is up there winning mains. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh let's see. Scrolling down, we're almost done here. Uh, Andy said that uh, TJ had all new tires on. That's why he don't think he didn't think that his truck was good until the mains Until the main. Steve RC wants to know Alex has a, a DX five C. What would be the next feature upgrade to be for a radio? And that's, that's on, in my opinion, an MT44 or the MT5 would be what I would get him.
0: Yep. Be a good one.
1: Plus I think, I, th- I think those two radios are better for smaller hands. Like I would say, a for, four PK or the four PL or whatever they're on now, on Futaba side. But I think their handles are a little big for 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 young younger kids. Yeah, it's just just my thought. Um, yeah, no, I, actually, Steve, if you want, dude, I'll sell you my MT forty four for hundred bucks with a receiver, because it's broken. It's not it's not broken to the point where it doesn't work, but the radio tray doesn't hold in anymore. I got to use a rubber band around it. But if you want a cheap upgrade, I w- I'll sell you that, and I'll finally buy my M seventeen when we come back from vacation. And then I'll buy a radio case and actually take care of it. Ben Huffstetler just ate baby octopus salad. <laughs> he doesn't think he'll look at his life ever the same. He probably, I honestly, like that's if you were going to put a comment in this show, and you knew that we we, we talked comments, something like that would be pretty funny. Yeah. Jason says Indy Wheeler would be good, but then there should not be an option to run both. Eh. I don't know. I think I think if you got if you only have one car, it doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. But I, I know what you're I know what people are saying when they say that, but it doesn't bother me if you get both. There's some talk about the RB ten. Maybe I can talk to these guys in person about that. Team player says DX5R. Yeah. Yeah. Will, did you just tape your foams? No. Okay.
0: Who wanted to know?
1: Uh Andy Barrett. Nah. Nah. Um Yeah, I, I'm Oh, I him still have Jason Haley's tire band on my radio. That's true. Oh. He gave me a tire band because I lo my rubber band broke. was nice of him. And I was using a tire I was using a Protect tire band to hold it on and then it and then I I used it for to to, to mount a tire. So all right we better go my my wife was in here staring at me so giving me that that look of like will you shut up and so we can get going how ironic is that what that she was like looking at me to be quiet so we can get going oh the irony yeah it is oh the irony Well, no show next week because it's the first Monday of the month, So, and we'll be on the road probably anyways. Or even if we did get back to Omaha in time to do the show, neither of us would want to.
0: No, I don't want to do it next Monday. I can already feel it.
1: So, yeah. Still no Indy Wheeler talk. Yeah, I mean, we're going to have independent Wheeler at the J Concepts race. You know, maybe we'll think about changing it up for next year. It's too late for this year. But uh, I don't know. We'll look at it. We'll see what happens. You guys are going to have a good time at the INS race for sure. An independent four-wheel drive buggy. So, mm-hmm. All right. We got to bounce. As always, this show is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can uh, find them at pivotlending.com. Mention our show. Talk to Don Zoller or... Uh, um, a- Aiden Olson's dad. Aiden Olson's dad. And get a uh, $500 lender credit or .125 off your interest rate. We appreciate them a lot. We appreciate you guys. I will right, we'll, uh we'll talk to you in a couple weeks when we're back from vacation. Uh we we'll, we'll be doing I'll be doing some video for this race we're going to. It's it'll be a, a road trip video. It'll be fun.
0: Yeah, like the last one we did. Where we just decided to drive eight hours for a club race.
1: Yeah. I'm gonna bring <laughs> uh I'm gonna bring the GoPro and I'm gonna bring the good camera and of course I'll have my phone, so we'll try to put some stuff together for that.
0: That was such a good weekend. Yeah, it was fun. Like we got rained out at fast lane and just like looked all over the place where rain wasn't going to hit to try
1: to find the closest place. Yeah, we we like, well, where do we go? We got the weekend <laughs> off. Where are we going? So yeah. All right. See ya.
0: Yep. See you guys. Thanks for uh, coming and racing and being you.